We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You've waited all week, and now the wait is over. It's the only unfiltered media podcast in America. This is Trash Talk on WEEI.com. Here he is, your boy, Blind Mike. Blind Mike. And I had, I had a way I was going to start the show, and I forgot. Oh, damn it. I remember what was going <laughs> I was going to say, uh, welcome back to Trash Talk, where we are taking the stories that you want to hear about and completely ignoring them. But I forgot to say that. So now it just sounds like I'm a man-man. You well, are. Well, whatever. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you saw. We're not going to talk about it. Don't worry. I'm just going to mention it because it's weird if i ignore it right i have to at least acknowledge to you that i because i think if i ignore these things completely you think this guy's doing a media podcast he's completely uninformed he doesn't know what the hell he's talking i was not talking about this so i don't know if you did you see uh minahan's tweet today i actually haven't no you're informing me too then i i'm not talking about it okay no you're informing me yes ask what did did Uh, i don't know he tweeted out that they he's been ready to come back for a week and that he's being held out, like they're not letting him back. Oh, weird, right? Is it like because of the move? No, no, no. It can't be because that wouldn't make any sense. But I mean, I, mean, I know, but <laughs> <laughs> a lot of things don't make sense. Here. But no, I'm I. My assumption would be, and this is not me getting into it. I'm okay, gonna, we're, okay. We're gonna move past it in a second. I just want to I want to show the people that I know about it. Okay. Um, I would I would guess it's got something to do with the Red Sox. I would think maybe they want yeah. to stick to Red Sox talk, and yeah. they know Minahan wouldn't. That could That's be the it. only thing I can think of. Otherwise, it's, I, I don't know. It seems very odd. But again, I'm not talking about it. Not giving my opinions on it. Yeah. We're just <laughs> contemplating. I'm, just, I'm acknowledging <laughs> that I know it happened, and now I'm moving on. So he just right? said that that he's been ready and he can't yeah, come Yeah, he back. said he's, he's, he's ready to come back, and they're not letting him. Hmm. Very odd. Hmm. But here's the thing about radio and uh, Opie and Anthony taught me this many years ago that you always you'll you shows like that like the cooking galena show you'll always find out eventually even when they're being vague and they're like well we can't talk about it eventually you'll find like minahan will right. be back eventually and then they'll tell everyone what the deal is so you don't need me to get into it all right <laughs> i uh, uh this guy on twitter uh <laughs> he makes me laugh he's he's a loyal he's one of the gearheads a loyal gearhead gearhead i haven't <laughs> heard that before no no. Oh, well. That could go on our t-shirts. That's right. Hashtag gearhead. <laughs> Hashtag gearhead. Uh, so one of the gearheads, I see, like, I see, I noticed he likes a lot of my stuff. He tweets me once in a while. And his name on Twitter is Gary Sandusky. <laughs> and his, his picture is just Gary Tangway. <laughs> and it makes me laugh. It makes what? me laugh. It makes me laugh every time I see it. <laughs> wow, and that, it's a shame. That's a loyal gearhead. That is the uh, one of the best gearheads, right? <laughs> and he doesn't have that many followers, and I wish he did. That's why I'm talking about him now. Okay. But uh, but Gary Sandusky uh, tweeted at me and said, like, you know, just uh, oh, you know, who cares if management gets mad at you for talking about certain things, blah blah. blah. And um, 
I, I, I would just say that the difference between uh, me and Minahan is that when Minahan does that stuff, it provides ratings. When I do it, they just can, they're able to delete it before anyone hears it. You know what I mean? So that's why I can't uh, break the rules. Right. That's why I'm not the bad boy of Intercom the way I want to be. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and yeah, he, he said, uh, he said, don't you think Portnoy would take you back in a second? And I say, well, my friend, that may happen without that. We're talking. We'll see. Possibly. No, I don't know. It's It's gotten very slow. It's slowed down. It was looking good for a while. A return to Barstool. Slowing down now. <laughs> Less optimistic now, but we'll see about that. Anyways, topics, baby. Enough of this nonsense. Um, uh, so speaking of radio greats, like oh myself God. and Kirk Minahan, uh, <laughs> Howard Stern had Sarah Silverman on the program this week. And uh, what do we have for time? Just so I, just so when I get shit for this, I can give an exact amount of time that we talked about that. Um, five minutes. Damn it, that's a little longer than I want to. Oh God. <laughs> I'll round it down. I'll say we talked about it for three minutes. Three minutes. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, you got to factor seconds. in the intro. Right. Okay, yeah. yeah so, yeah, so, so definitely... like three minutes yeah, we yeah. spent on. Okay. Um, so Sarah Silverman was on Howard Stern this week. And obviously they had to ask her about that monster, Louis C.K. But Sarah Silverman didn't give the answer uh, people were ready for. Shocked us all. Oh, my God. Can you believe she was asked a question and gave an honest opinion, not even an opinion, described an experience that she had. Can you believe it, folks? Um, so Sarah Silverman was asked about Louis C.K. If you don't know, Louis C.K. Uh, tugs his prick in front of uh, women from time to time. Now, all of those women, from my understanding, did give consent. But apparently that's neither here nor there. Anyways, uh, Sarah, Sarah Silverman was asked about it on the Howard Stern program and said this. We'll stop it a little bit, but yeah. let's, let's, let's get into it. Okay. I've known Louis forever. I'm not making excuses for him. Please don't uh, take this that stop, way. Stop, 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 stop. Already, <laughs> she's twisting herself into a pretzel. And I... I she's clearly so afraid to say something wrong. Terrified. Yeah. So first of all, before we even get into it, you can tell she's like, oh, Jesus Christ, I don't, I, I don't know what to say. She's right. petrified, which is a little sad because I think at least early on in Sarah Silverman's career, you thought of her as like an edgy... Edgy comic that didn't really care what right. people thought. Doesn't hold her tongue, but she's changed over the years. She's become very polite, like a lot of, like a lot of these broads, Caitlin. A lot of your people, have <laughs> my <laughs> people have have, uh, have turned this way. No, no, not not really women. Just more uh, liberals in general uh, have kind of dealt where they're, they're very afraid to say anything. They don't want to offend anyone. Um, and it's weird. And we'll get into Amy Schumer a little later. Oh yeah. She's big time. She's another one like that. Oh, my God. But, uh, yeah, Sarah Silverman already twisting herself into a pretzel before or any words are out of her mouth. Mm-hmm. Yet. Not, not, she hasn't said anything yet. She's afraid. She's already pre- defending right. what she hasn't said. Mm-hmm. All right, keep going. Okay. But, you know, we are peers. We're equals. So, you know, mm, when I was, you know, when we were kids and he asked if he could masturbate in front uh, of me. Pause again. That's a weird. They weren't kids. I imagine they met when they were in their 20s. Yeah, you know so what I mean. Like, I get what she's trying it wasn't to say. Like a funny, like she's trying to say that what she's doing is like taking herself out of it mm-hmm. and being like, "I was a kid, I didn't know that I'm supposed to rat him out." When in reality, she could just say like, 
hey, he's my friend. I thought it was a funny thing. You know what I mean? You don't have to qualify it with, we were just kids. We were wacky kids. Yeah. Because you, know I mean? you weren't. You're my age. You were probably right. about. Right. You're probably the yeah, age I am age. now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you weren't. You we're weren't not kids. You weren't children. Yeah. <laughs> um, you understood uh, what was happening. All right. Exactly. Okay. So continue. Yeah. You, you were completely. You were an adult. Right. A consenting adult. Yes. So don't make it seem like you were, you know, I don't know. So asked if he could masturbate in front of me. Sometimes I'd go, uh, yeah, I want to see that. Really? Yeah, it was like oh, so science. He, oh, so he did masturbate in front well, of Well, I mean, now I feel, but I, I feel like, I feel like, you know, listen, any one of us comics, especially people who are close to him, we can't promote a show or go on and do any press without someone bringing up Louie. So at some right. point, it's like you've got to, you know, it's like, well, you spoke out about, well, I didn't speak out. I had an interview, you know, and I answered honestly because right. that's what I do. Yeah. But yeah. And, and, oh, so you and, and Louis were... but it's, it's not analogous to the other women in this that are talking about the, the, the predicament, you know, the, the, what he did to them because he hadn't, he could, Offer me nothing. We were only just friends. So sometimes, yeah, I wanted to see it. It was amazing. Sure. Sometimes I'd be like, gross, no, and we'd get pizza. I, I <laughs> What? <laughs> First of all, I apologize I for the uh, the radio edit. That was cut for uh, K&C, I think. Yeah. So they got they got to bleep the, uh, the naughty words. Right, right. Um, but yeah, so... <laughs> what? So Sarah Silverman got a lot of shit for this. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy to me. Um, and I'm glad you're in the room, Caitlin, because yeah. usually it's just me ranting to other men. And they're like, mm-hmm. yeah! Yeah. So uh, at least I can say this to a girl, and they're not saying, well, what, what, you're just a white guy. What do you know? Um, in my opinion, the Louis C.K. thing, the the fact that he's lumped in with, and, and I'm amazed that Callahan does that. Callahan's a big, like, oh, to Louis C.K., he's a, he's a sicko. He's disgusting. He, and I get the, yeah, he's a, obviously a weird guy. But the Louis C.K. thing, when he's lumped in with guys like Harvey Weinstein and shit, it doesn't make any sense to me. Because every case that I've seen with Louis is him asking the women. They say yes to whatever degree they were comfortable with it or felt pressured like or whatever. manipulated or whatever into right. it, yeah. They, they said yes, and he did it. And some, like they laughed and regretted it later and things like that. And that's fine. Then you can say, like, hey, I get that having a weird effect on you. That I get. But putting this guy as a predator seems wrong to me. Like, it doesn't it doesn't fit the category. Am I crazy in saying that? No, I, I honestly don't know a lot about, like, his stuff in particular. Right. Like, I don't know why. I just never read up on it. Yeah. Well, a lot of people have, a lot of people just assume he was, you know, locking yeah, people in just, rooms and holding the door closed. Right. So and he that actually, wasn't the case. So he asked everybody or whatever before. Yeah. And there's, there's also stories of... Uh, there were women that came out and said, uh, Louis did this to me. Like he said, hey, do you mind if I don't... I always wonder how he said it. That's what it, yeah. It's like, I just can't... Hey, do you mind if I... Uh, <laughs> do I go out in front of you? Like, I, I always wonder how that comes up. But any, I, regardless... That's why I think it's so funny that she was like, oh, like sometimes they said no, and, and we got pizza. It's like you just <laughs> go over, the, like blow over the fact yeah. that... I don't know. Well, that's the thing. That kind of goes to show, and maybe Sarah Silverman's experience was different, and that, she even said that in there. But that goes to show he he wasn't, you know... A monster about it. It was a thing he liked doing, and if the other party was willing to do it, that he would do it. Yeah, it's like I guess like a little little side kink, yeah. maybe. But there like, were even stories of. Uh, so he asked women, and they they were like, "No, that's weird." And he was like, "Okay," and he that was it. Huh. So it's a weird thing to do. 
But I don't know. Then do we get into every fetish every person has? You know what I mean? I don't know. Where where does that end is what I'm saying. Yeah. And I think the thing with Louis is like now people are 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 saying he shouldn't be able to ever perform. Huh. And it's like, well, I don't know. Does does that warrant I never think working it, again? It makes people uncomfortable now when he makes like sexual jokes. You know what I mean? Because then, yeah, because the people well, that the do think that he's a predator, are like, here's what Louis has to do, that. and I think he will, and I assume he would do it brilliantly, is address it and make fun of himself and criticize himself, which I, th- I assume he would do and know how to do well. Um, and then I think it could, that kind of gets it out there right i think that's what sarah silverman said in the rest of the interview is that like it would help if he said something about it like addressed it right yeah yeah because he hasn't talked about it at all and i'm sure he's embarrassed because a lot of these stories were 15 (laughs) years ago his fetish is out in the public like (laughs) right you now we like i don't get why it's our business what a guy jerks off to or where a guy i said this when uh kfc from barstool got caught cheating on his wife and it was headline news everywhere and I was like, why is why does KFC owe us an apology for where he sticks his dick at night? Like, he owes an apology to his wife right, and his children yeah. and his family and all that. But why does he owe me, the barstool reader, right. an explanation to his his relationship with a woman? It doesn't make any sense to me. So, like, you know, what Louis did wasn't a crime. And I don't understand why he needs to serve a life sentence for it. Um, I think people should be able to think whatever they want of him. If they think he's a monster and a piece of shit, terrific. Don't go to his shows. Don't support him. Even tell your friends, hey, don't support this guy. He's a piece of garbage. Uh, That I'm fine with. But, you know, this idea that anyone who speaks somewhat politely about the guy, like Norm McDonald got in trouble because he kind of said the thing with Louie. It's like, well, when does when's When's the guy's time up? Are you allowed to be friends with this guy? What, what's the deal? Right. And people get shit for that. And now Sarah Silverman is getting shit. And then Sarah Silverman put out an apology. Yeah. And the tone of that was like, oh my God, I am so sorry. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Sarah, you're a comedian. You were once a ballsy comedian. I, 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 I think she's funny. Like, you know, I don't, I wouldn't go pay to see her stand up necessarily. But that's just because it's not for me personally. But she's fun. She's obviously, you can't deny she's funny. Right. Um, you're a funny girl. Just go make it funny. Don't twist yourself into a pretzel trying to apologize before you even say anything. Like, that's the real problem, is that if all the people that defended Louie said, like, hey, that's just my opinion on it. Go, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> then it wouldn't be taboo to defend Louie. Luckily, no one listens to this podcast. But if they did, <laughs> I would get a lot of shit for it. Because people would say, well, you're... And pe- people would probably say I made you feel uncomfortable because I was mansplaining to you. Mansplaining. I love that word. <laughs> because I was mansplaining this situation to you. Right. Was I doing that, by the way? I, no. I mean, I just, <laughs> I don't really know a lot about, like I said, right. about him. But like from what you've told me so far, from what, <laughs> from what I know I've, about your mansplaining. From what I've talked down to you. <laughs> no, exactly. From what you've mansplained to me, it sounds like he like got consent from everybody. So... People are just, I guess. That's that's to my knowledge, that is true. Right. So, and and if I'm wrong, well then fuck. And so people you know probably I mean? are like the women that have said that yes, they may have given consent, but they felt like pressured to. Then like right. that's where I'm like, okay, well maybe he should have like realized that he was like 
in a power sure, position maybe. over them. But then it's just like it's not Sarah Silverman's fault. Like she, that, that's she's just friends with him. Like I think she said that she's family friends with him. Like I I can like dislike Louis C.K. but still support. Well, her. the other thing Sarah know. Silverman got uh, trashed for is when this first happened. She was doing another interview where they asked her about it, and and she made a good point in there. She's like, I didn't speak out on it. People kept asking me, right. so I answered the question. She was forced to talk about it. She didn't it. get behind a podium and say, hey, everyone listen up. I got something to say about Louis. Mm-hmm. She was asked about it, and she answered. Um, but the thing she got uh, uh, trashed for originally was she said, can can you uh, love people who do bad things? Or like right. love people who not support their act. It was something yeah. to that effect. And people like, criticized her. And it's like, what? We're not, she's not talking about murder or yeah. anything like that. You know what I mean? Like She's saying- if my friend does a weird thing and a thing that I don't even support, do I have to like disown him now? Right. Am I supposed to not be his friend anymore? Or can I say, hey, dummy, stop doing that. You're creeping people out. Right, like what? That's just such a, I don't know, a sticky situation it is. Well, for her. Quite literally. <laughs> literally. Like, is she, I don't know. It's unfair to her for. It is. And I don't get why she. And it, Callahan kind of annoys me when I hear it because I. People that listen to this show know I love both Kirk and Jerry. Jerry's the uh, the the uncle I never had, <laughs> and uh, Uncle Jerry. I love Jerry Callahan, but when he talks about uh, people like Louis, when he talks about them with the same, and and Minahan does this too, when they talk about him with the same uh, repulsion. Is that a word? Yeah, sure. <laughs> to be repulsed. repulsive. Repulsive. <laughs> uh, with the same know. with the same repulsion. I'll say it's a word. Yeah, we'll make it a uh, word. That they talk about a guy like Harvey Weinstein or Kevin Spacey. I, it, it, it's almost like they're losing context. And those are guys I would expect to look at context a lot because that's kind of their thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it always surprises me when they, when they rip a guy like Louie and kind of throw context away. And I, to be honest, I think Jerry does it because Louie's a liberal. That's, yeah. that's the thing where I'm like, okay, I love Callahan. But it's like you're obviously. I think you're letting politics get in the way, and I think if that was yeah, Rush Limbaugh, then maybe he'd be more willing to look at the context of every situation. I really believe that, uh, and that's the that, that's one. It's a it's a rare thing that I can look at Callahan and be like, "What are you doing, man?" Like I heard him talking about it the other day with this kind of pompous attitude, and I'm just like, "Really? Like this is where this is where you throw context out the window completely, hmm. and it see it strikes me as just not liking the guy. But Minahan does it too with Louis. I notice. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what the deal is uh, with that. But it, at least in my opinion, unless I'm missing something, it's a thing where uh, I, I believe the context of that matters. I think yeah, he should have known uh, in the situations where like um, he was above certain people in the workplace. That's one where you should know, well, maybe they'll feel pressure or whatever. Right. That's probably um, some sort of workplace like rule that you're not yeah. supposed to even be. But it's like but even then it's like, well then are you never allowed to date a coworker? I don't know. You know what I mean? And not that this yeah. is dating, but Yeah. <laughs> using I, using the term dating pretty loosely, but Right. Um yeah, it's like then are you I don't know, you're never allowed to be attracted to someone at work. I you know, that that that's a weird thing too. It's like just because maybe he thought they had that kind of a relationship where they could do that. And it would still be a comfortable work environment, and he misread the situation. I, that's the thing is, I don't think a lot of these times we get into what well, was misreading a situation. Mm-hmm. And so, like, yeah, that's wrong. Was, you should read the situation better. But is that a life sentence where he can never do comedy again? Does he still do shows? 
He's starting to again. Okay. Yeah. So we talked about uh, uh, before you when Jared was still here. Jared. When Jared was still here, ripping the company off. <laughs> um, Damn you, Jared. Uh, we we talked about uh, he 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 did a couple shows at the Comedy Cellar in New York and one in online. I guess he was just out here recently at oh. uh, Giggles in Saugus. Giggles. Yeah. He. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sounds like a perfect place for Louis. Yeah. <laughs> and he. Uh, he, so he's starting to do shows again. I don't believe he's talked about it. And I think that's because, here's my guess as to what happened. Eventually he's going to start touring. And he's going to take everyone's phone the way like Chappelle and Joe Rogan do. You got to put your phone in like a little box right. that unlocks on your way out. when the shows are done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because he doesn't want to leave any chance to it getting out there out of context or whatever. Again, context, folks. Very important. And then when he'll he'll release a special where that's the first thing he talks about, I would assume. Hmm. That'd be my guess. So far, I've called the Louis situation 100% right. I said he's going to take some time off, probably less than a year. It was nine months. Wow. Um, I said he's going to start doing, like, he's going to show up at the Comedy Cellar, which he did, small shows like that. Um, He'll start out doing, you know, 10, 15 minutes. I think he did 20 the first time he was out. Wow, my. Are you his agent? Should be. Get me the hell out of here. And uh, and then eventually he's going to start touring. And what he's going to do is uh, probably either before he starts officially touring again, probably before he starts touring again because he's going to need ticket sales. Um, he's going to do either like Mark Maron's podcast or Joe Rogan or maybe Jim Norton's show, something like that. And then either... Howard Stern or 60 Minutes. Somewhere he thinks he'll get like a fair shake where it reaches a wide audience and kind of give a tell-all, and I'm sure he'll apologize and things mm-hmm. like that. Uh, and then I think he'll start touring and then put out a special. That's my guess. So there aren't any like legal stuff? There's nothing legal against him right now? No, no, no. The, okay. the, well, there's literally, there, he, there was no crime. He, he okay. didn't commit a that's crime. What, that's what, I, I don't know. Remember, <laughs> right. I haven't read anything about God this. God damn it, Caitlin. I don't know what's happening. Let me wag my finger at you again. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I don't. I don't chew my cabbage twice. Sorry, I'm not Louis gonna repeat CK myself. Isn't someone I follow <laughs> all um, the time? Yes. Well, did you feel safe during that segment, Caitlin? Because I'd hate to. Oh yeah, I, I feel. More <laughs> I'd hate informed. to make you feel. I learned. I learned. Um, good because I'm gonna trash another broad, and that would be Amy Schumer. Oh, Amy Schumer. Um, oh God, am I sick of Amy Schumer? <laughs> I'm more sick of Amy Schumer than I am Lucy K. Call me crazy. I. But I just am. Uh, so Amy Schumer put out a post on Instagram saying, um, well, she said a lot. Let's, let's read it. She said a lot. So, um, feel, you can stop me at, uh, any time. Okay. But little Amy over here, she posted Friday thought. I wonder why more white players aren't kneeling. <laughs> <laughs> Once you, witness- you don't wonder that Amy, you don't watch football. Just a Friday thought, <laughs> but Okay. Once you witness the truly deep inequality I'm just wondering this. <laughs> and, and endless racism people of color face in our country, not to mention the police brutality and murders, why not kneel next to your brothers? Otherwise- No, why not? <laughs> I love the tone of this. Like, am hey, doing, like, hey, I'm just having fun. I'm uh, just a wacky comedian. Am I doing it right or should I be angry? <laughs> However you want. I, okay. However you want. Okay. Where was I? Um, otherwise, how are you not complicit? I think it would be cool if Maroon 5 backed out of Super... <laughs> again, back- it's again that tone. Like, you know, I think it would just be cool. I, it'd be rad if I think it'd dropped. be cool if Maroon 5 just 
you know, passed up on the chance to sell out an entire tour because that's the benefit of playing the Super Bowl. Right, like right That'd when Maroon cool. 5 I'm just going to tell yeah. people, because I'm so much, Amy Schumer's about 50 times bigger than Maroon 5. I'm, I'm just going to tell them how to run their career. Oh, God. It, I'm going to tell them to lose out on money. No, and like, like this is probably a, the perfect time for Maroon 5 to be the Super Bowl performer. Of course. Because, like, they're kind of like... Slowing down a little, not like slowing down, but like their music. Now I'm like, sure the American public would love if Maroon Five took Amy's advice, right? And then right. you have to see him at the Super Bowl. Oh God! All right, I, I apologize. I no, 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 we're good. Don't don't get me on my Maroon Five rant. But okay, <laughs> I think it would be cool if Maroon Five backed out of the Super Bowl like Rihanna did. I personally told my reps I wouldn't do a Super Bowl commercial this year. I know it must sound like a privilege ass what privilege ass sacrifice, but it's all I got. Hitting the That's end. all you got? That's all you got, Amy? You have millions and millions of dollars. You have a tremendous platform. You have a podcast, you have stand-up, you do movies, you do radio interviews and TV interviews. All you have is to not take extra money to do Super Bowl commercials? How kind. That's all I, hey, that's all I got, folks. Me, just poor old Amy Schumer. Oh, God. All right. Sorry. Continue. No, I'm just getting lost in this paragraph of a Friday thought. All right. We got... A Friday thought. Here's nine pages. Friday thought. Okay. Okay. The sacrifice is all I got. Okay. Hitting the NFL with the advertisers is the only way to really hurt them. I know opposing the NFL is like opposing the NRA. Very tough, but don't you want to be proud of how you're living? Stand up for your brothers and sisters of color. And the hottest thing a guy can do is get down on one knee. Not to propose, but to reject the treatment of his teammates by this country. Anyone who says it's disrespectful to our military, please read up on the fact that a lot of veterans are proud of what Colin Kaepernick is doing and fully support him. What are your thoughts? At Mike Geary. <laughs> <laughs> I, at Blind Mike Geary on Instagram. At Blind Get it right, Kate. Sorry, who? Um, I, this will seem like a big leap. Okay. But this is why Hillary Clinton lost the election. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, like... Because of people like Amy Schumer and, uh, what's her name? God damn it. The girl from Girls. Lena Dunham. Oh. Lena Dunham. Lena Dunham. Uh, Because of people like that who just talk down to you. Like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if, uh, wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be, Nautical? What, nautical's not the word I was looking for. Nautical. <laughs> Radical is what I was Pretty trying sure to think nautical of. Is, wouldn't it be Water? boat themed? Hey, wouldn't it be like the Navy? If <laughs> Wouldn't it be, I don't know, <laughs> cruise could it, could ship? <laughs> um, wouldn't it be rad if, uh, if you, you know, if you just backed out of your job to support this cause I want to talk about for a minute and we'll never think about again? Um, so this this post... Oh yeah, so I'll, I'll stay on the election thing, because and obviously that's not totally why Hillary Clinton lost. But I but I remember that whole time it was celebrities like Amy Schumer and Lena Dunham being like, "What idiots! You know, just do the right thing and vote for Hillary." Like, hey, you, you morons, come on! And it's like, hey, I think most of the country, particularly the middle of the country, was like, "Hey, how about you uh, stop fucking talking to us like that?" Could you for five seconds? Could you like actually were uh, actual people? Hall monitor. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> For really though, yeah, that's what they are. Um, but yeah, Amy Schumer, I was an Amy Schumer fan when I was a, when I was a young man, uh, a kid that when I was just a, a boy, as, as Sarah Silverman would say. <laughs> um, I liked Amy Schumer a lot. She would go on. Uh, I remember, like the first place I ever heard her was uh, on Opie and Anthony with Jim Norton, uh, and she was very funny there. And then I started watching her stand up, and I thought it was pretty good. And I thought the first couple seasons of her show were very funny. 
And um, and then she became crazy famous. And st- her movie, The uh, Trainwreck, was funny. Yeah, I like Trainwreck. It was, it was fine. Like, it wasn't my favorite movie ever, but it was good. It was decent. Um, so she was, she, Amy Schumer was funny. And I think is funny. Was funny. Is or, funny still. Is funny? Okay, good. But chooses not to be anymore. And I defended her when, um, like 200 people walked out of her show. Like, she was doing an arena. So there were probably like 10,000 people there. Right. And I guess like 200 people walked out because she started talking about Trump. And I defended her, and I was like, hey, like, you know, she's a comedian. She, I'm sure she's going to make it funny, whatever. Like, just sit down and listen to it, you babies. Then I, what I realized over time is those people were right, because she wasn't making it funny. She seemed to think now, because she got famous, that she has some responsibility. And I ima- I mean, granted, I imagine it is somewhat difficult. And I'm not even being ironic here. I imagine it is difficult to get that crazy famous that quickly. It's a lot to adjust to and all that. Yeah. So it's not even totally her fault. But... To just look at it and think, well, now I need to be a social activist. She got, she got famous by making sexist jokes, uh, racist jokes, and you know I I use these terms loosely, right? But that's, jokes that's about jokes about sex and race and right. all that, D- you know, dirty jokes. That's what she got famous for. And then when she got famous, she thought, well, I can't do this anymore. And then when people called her out, like, hey, you used to do this edgy material. Said, well, that was a character I was doing. Uh, that wasn't really me. And it's like, really? Because still when you do interviews with like Jim Norton or Colin Quinn or people you were friends back then, you act like, hey, I'm still the same girl. Right. Same old Amy. It's like, but you just said that was a character that you never really were. So which is it? Are you this edgy girl that you are when you're around comics still? Or are you the person you try to be when you're around Lena Dunham and Jennifer Lawrence? I love Jennifer Lawrence. Well, who doesn't? Side note. America's sweetheart. Come on. <laughs> who doesn't love J- sorry, J-Law? Sorry, interrupted your rant. <laughs> Don't get me started. Jennifer Lawrence um, but Amy Schumer feels like she has this responsibility and now it's become talking down to us and there's even a thing where like uh, she 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 bumped a comedian in New York a few months ago uh, and kind of like ruined his entire show like she big dicked him she was like hey I'm Amy Schumer get off the stage oh, that's rude it was it was rude and it was a weird thing to do and then the the comedian that she bumped was you know that was kind of a big deal for me it was like his first headlining gig and uh she bumped him off stage and he did like a podcast about it and he even made himself the idiot in the situation he's like i don't know why i let her do that blah 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 um so she like dm'd him the next day and was like hey could you take that podcast down or at least edit it and was like it was a very condescending tone like you know thanks honey and stuff like that it's like hey just be real for five minutes right you know what i mean because it would come out it would come off a lot better if you were just Amy Schumer. Like she's almost like losing the original fans that she right. had because It's like they say, I used this analogy a few weeks ago. You're probably you're probably too young. Oh boy. To know who Andrew I'm a Dice, kid. To know who Andrew Dice Clay is. Um Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, right. Sorry. Of, course, of course you don't. Awkward. <laughs> but uh <laughs> he's a comedian that kind of like became his character. Like now that's the guy. And Amy Schumer did like the other way, where she became the person she wanted to be in the media. And now it's like the onstage person is almost a character. And even when South Park did uh, the thing, uh, like an episode of, or a couple episodes about Amy Schumer, and uh, like it was Cartman uh, was becoming like a feminist uh, because he has a girlfriend now. 
who's like very liberal. So he was trying to impress her, right. impress her. And he's like, I think Amy Schumer's so funny. I love when she says, my vagina. <laughs> and I, at the time, I was like, that's really reducing what Amy, I think Amy Schumer actually is funny. Yeah. So it's kind of like reducing her comedy to make it seem like she just talks about her vagina. And then I watched her next special, and it was almost like she was trying to prove the South Park guys right. The first five jokes were my vagina, my vagina, my vagina. Do you think that she like watched the South Park thing? No, no. There's, I mean, she might have seen it, but there's no way she did it because of that. Oh, okay. Because it wasn't cute. It wasn't. <laughs> you know, it wasn't obvious that that's what she was doing. Like okay. it was like, wow, you've become a parody of yourself now. Right. <laughs> and it was a little sad to watch as a guy who liked Amy Schumer. It was kind of embarrassing. Um, it was embarrassing. It really was. <laughs> and so here's here's my thought on this whole Super Bowl thing, is. It seems like Amy Schumer wasn't offered any Super Bowl commercials. That's what. Am I, I the only one that got like, that vibe? I, like, <laughs> I would think that if she was offered a Super Bowl commercial, that she would be like, "Oh, like, wasn't like, wasn't she just arrested for protesting something?" Was that she? Was the, yeah, I she don't know. was I like, missed that one. Um, God, now I'm blanking. But I think she she was literally in there was like women's rights protests or something, up for the and she was arrested for it. So I'm like, so you're doing all of this like activism stuff. Like, I don't I don't have a problem with that. Like, go you. Like, she's using her spotlight for whatever. But then it's like, wouldn't you want to be in a Super Bowl commercial? Like, wouldn't you want to, like... Or do the right one. Do one for right, whatever like, cause. Exactly. Whatever, like, wouldn't you, know? you want to be like, okay, like, I'll work with you guys, whoever is trying... To, I'm trying to think, like, maybe, like, Doritos or... <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's probably not big enough for, like, Pepsi or something. I don't know if Doritos is doing any I know. Big, I'm trying uh... to think of something smaller. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. I know like, some mean, beer. Though. I don't know. But she could make it... She could... Be like, oh, I turned them down because they wouldn't let me make. It, you know se- I mean? it seems like they didn't offer her a Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, that's, what like, it, it, that's really what it seems like. It, because Amy Schumer hasn't been in a commercial in years. She was doing those Bud Light commercials, right? And then just kind of out of nowhere. St- so either she stopped, and because of that, here's my thought: she may have stopped doing the Bud Light commercials because they're a sponsor of the NFL, and maybe that, that and that's a good thing. Hey, like if you if you don't support what the NFL is doing, which I can argue with you all day, but if, if that's what you think, then right, good for you. Right, So So maybe she stopped doing the Bud Light commercials because uh, they're a sponsor of the NFL and she doesn't want to support the NFL. Okay. And then that was about, what, at least a year ago, maybe two. And so maybe she wasn't getting patted on the back for it. So now she has to announce, right, that's hey, I'm not doing a Super Bowl it. commercial. Right. She had to make it's it like, hey, like- you could have not told us. <laughs> you could have just not done it. And then maybe eventually it would come up and you'd be like, yeah, you know what? Because fuck the NFL. And then people would support you. But this just seems very pandering and, right. and, and insulting. Like trying to, to ask Maroon 5 to. Well, that's the other thing is telling people the... how to run their career. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's you like... have no idea if, if Maroon 5 is going to stand up there and like make some political make... statement right. when they're on stage. You know what I mean? I doubt like, they would. <laughs> right. But like you have no idea. Like... Right. Like who are, who are you to tell them? Maroon 5, I would say, is less successful than Amy Schumer. You think so? Would you say so? I don't know. You know now more I about want, music. I, now I want to Google their, like, their net is, worth. It net, is net worth enough for you to determine yeah. success? Yeah, okay. Google uh, Amy Schumer's net worth and Adam Levine's net worth. But uh, I would guess that at least the band, the other band members, if not Adam Levine, the other band members are certainly less successful than Amy Schumer. So they might need this. <laughs> Not need is a strong word. They might I, need this. Need is a strong word because I'm sure they're doing fine financially. You are so wrong. You are. I, this really? Makes me, okay, so Adam. Okay, I'll start with Amy Schumer's. Uh, okay, Amy Schumer's net worth is 16 million. No, right? it's got to be more than that. No, it's got to be way more than that. I'm on celebrity net worth. Isn't that like the go-to uh, net I'm, worth? 
Yes, it is, but that's okay. So sixteen. They're wrong. They're wrong. No way. Adam Levine. She makes. I bet she makes sixty million dollars a year. What? Okay. Well, I don't know. However, they calculate it. Isn't that like how? No. All right. What's Adam Levine? Adam Levine's ninety million. I bet Amy Schumer's over ninety. Calculated by the I like, same I like by the I, same website. I like that I asked you to do this, and then when you did it, I was like, "I'm like, no, yeah, that's that's incorrect." The thing I right, t- exactly. the thing I told you to search that's not I'd useful. Probably me just searching <laughs> yeah. it wrong, right? Yeah, typical woman. <laughs> um, that that if Amy Schumer is really only worth sixteen million dollars, that would shock me. Just because I'm 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 thinking of what she makes for stand up. Like she does arenas for stand up. Yeah, but Maroon Five does arenas. Do they? Yeah, for like they do. And Adam Levine's on. He's on the Voice. He's on right? the Voice. So like probably okay. I'm pretty sure no, he did. I think he acts too. Like he did. Um... Folks, send us your thoughts. Add Blind Mike <laughs> underscore on Twitter. <laughs> this debate could go. Tell on me yet. if I am right, or the internet is right. <laughs> Adam Levine's definitely bigger than Amy Schumer. I wasn't going to correct you before, but all right, fine. But which is why it makes it more funny that she's like being like, oh, telling them how to run their five career. Step down. Yeah. yeah, I'll adjust my argument and say, how dare you? <laughs> Speak up to Adam Levine. <laughs> I'm still mad. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but just in general, telling anyone else how to run their career, bigger or smaller, just being like, and I'll still argue that Maroon 5 is smaller than Amy Schumer. But <laughs> In Mike's world. <laughs> at least in my world. Uh, physically, she's much bigger. <laughs> um, oh, God. But, <laughs> but uh, she, just talking to people like that, hey, wouldn't it be cool? Like, that would be like, hey, uh, you're doing work for uh, like Dale and Keith, right? Yes. I've given my opinions about that show. If I was just like, "Hey, Caitlin, wouldn't it be cool if you just you know quit your job? Wouldn't that be wouldn't that be awesome just to support the thing that I like? Just support what you like. You know, yeah. wouldn't that be cool for you to just not make money anymore just because I I think that's what you should do? Like that, that you know what I mean? Like right. who the fuck am I to say that? Right. So it's like, are, are you? Is she gonna like support? The, is she gonna like pay them right. what they'd be missing from? Right. Yeah. Exactly. No, of course not. And the, and the idea of, uh, like, hey, you know, it seems like a privileged thing, but, hey, it's all I got. It's like, no, that's not all you got. You have a giant platform. Look at what that Instagram post generated. They're talking about it here on Trash Talk. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, Amy Schumer. Like, I, I wish she just got back to comedy. It'd be nice. If, all I'm saying is it would be nice if Amy Schumer was a comedian again. <laughs> and that goes for a lot of people. Jim Jeffries is a guy I'm a big fan of, and I'm even starting to get that way about him where it's like, you don't have to make your thing politics. Just be who you were. You were a dirty comic. That's fine. That's how you got famous. People love that. You don't have to also be a social activist. Right. You know what I mean? Maybe it's not for you. And maybe she just really loves it, and who, who am I to tell her? But it doesn't seem like it's her. It seems like she's changed a lot from from uh, what she was. But um, what do we have for time? Cause I, uh, should we even get 38. into this, Francis? Yeah, you know what? I'll skip the Francis. Or I'll make it quick. Mike Francesa, that Make dope, it quick. that dope Mike Francesa. <laughs> so you don't know who Mike, you don't really know much about Mike Francesa, right? His name is really confusing yeah. to me. No, I mean, I, he's the. It's confusing to it, say. Is it Fresca? Francesca. Is it Francesca. <laughs> it's Fresca. Fres, Francesca. He. Uh, Franc- he's the king. Mike. He's Other the king Mike. of New York radio. I Mike, know, Mike and the Mad Dog. I know that he he made an app and oh, promoted sure the crap out of his app. Oh yes. And then it didn't work for a bunch of games no. or something, and people got upset. Do you have to pay to be to use the app? You have to pay, right? Guess. So I'll explain to you what it is. Okay. And then I'll, and then I'll have you. I'll, <laughs> I'll have you guess. Okay. I'll have you guess how much it is. Okay. And keep in mind, Netflix is like ten bucks a month. 
right? Okay. Is that yeah. about what yeah, Netflix yeah, yeah. is? Yeah, I think so. So just keep that in mind as a figure. Oh boy. Um, it's essentially, Mike Francesa does, he works for Enercom. He does a show on WFAN yes. in New York. Right. And uh, that's on four hours a day. What? So you get a guy that does free radio four hours a day that you listen to. Now, if you're a fan of his, you can uh, get his app and subscribe to it and pay for it. And it is sometimes he does commentary after games. And you have the entire archives. So if you want to hear what Mike Francesa was talking about on uh, April 19th, 2008, you can get that. Can you get, like, so he puts his, like, radio... His radio shows are on, on the, the app, app yeah. but can't you also get that on the web, like their website? I'm guessing Probably. they take it down. I'm oh, guessing okay. they take it down. Okay. Like so, every other show, I'm guessing it's like K and C here, where you can get it on like right after the show. It's up right. online. Um, I'm guessing Francesca's is not. That would be my guess. Okay. Um, and that that's it. And so, like sometimes he does commentary after games and stuff on the side. How much would you think that's worth? Just paying for stuff that you missed on. Yeah. Oh God. And and mind you, I used the Netflix right, <laughs> comparison. Right. Uh, now, so that makes me want to guess, like it's higher than it should be. I'm assuming. Is it over a dollar? <laughs> I'm glad. What? I was worried. <laughs> I was worried you were gonna guess like way too high. I'm glad you guessed a dollar. I mean, like nine ninety nine a month. What? <laughs> Ten bucks a month. <laughs> I'm sorry, eight ninety nine. So nine dollars a month. Oh my god. I'm like the cheapest person too, so when I was like, oh like a dollar, like I wouldn't pay a dollar for it's it's nine dollars a month. Essentially the same price you pay for every show on the planet. <laughs> um Wow. So yeah, nine dollars a month. And uh Mike Francis admitted the other day, it might not be work. <laughs> it might not be it might not be worth the nine dollars a month. And uh he might he goes, We might have to work something out. What I'm guessing that means is uh, they're probably going to get rid of the app. <laughs> is it so? Is it his app, or does like Entercom own it? Or, it's his. I believe it's so his. He like whatever his. Yeah. Like he. It's a weird situation, and he's going through contract negotiations right now, and that's oh, why boy. he was like, "This might not be working," because Entercom was like, "Well, no, we're not going." to. Yeah. <laughs> I don't defend Entercom a lot. <laughs> I'm going to today. Oh, because this day because they have not buckled. <laughs> and they're saying, "No, you idiot." <laughs> We're not paying you extra for this app because nobody wants it. <laughs> In fact, we're going to pay you less because you're putting out other content that doesn't belong to us. It's stupid. It doesn't make any sense. Right. So Francesa has finally sort of admitted failure. Um, and maybe we'll get more into that next week because I think there's more coming with WFAN. I guess they're, uh, M- the MSG network is now attacking Entercom because of something that Maggie Gray said on WFAN. It's a whole thing. Wow. So I'd like to get into it when there's... When there's a little more time. Okay. Um, so we'll get into that next week. Uh, this week had nothing to do with what we usually talk about, pretty much. Lots of, lots of outside politics, and that's yeah. okay, you know? I, bring Caitlin in, I brought Caitlin in purely so I could criticize women, <laughs> and uh, you've done a great job in allowing me to do that. Why, thank you. <laughs> um, so yeah, you know, if you like the show, subscribe and give us a five-star rating if you think I deserve to be on air. Tell, uh, <laughs> tell the likes of uh, Joe Zarbano and Chris Curtis. And um, someone is calling me, so that means I should go. At Blind Mike underscore on Twitter. And uh, goodbye, folks. 
You've been listening to Trash Talk with Blind Mike. Hear it again on WEEI.com, iTunes, and the Radio.com app. Tune in next week for another edition of Trash Talk, a presentation of WEEI.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.